Well, good morning again, my friends. May uh, God be with you, bless you today. This is Pastor Dan, and uh, working on a sermon that I call the Glory Sermon. But uh, the official title on my in the bulletin was Sunrise from the Top of Mount Sinai. We had just come back from a, a great, great trip to Egypt, Jordan, and Israel, uh, 2007. We're wrestling with transformation and then the role of the law. Most people don't like anybody telling them what to do. And here we climb a mountain in the middle of the night and just really hard uh, in order to see where Moses gave the Ten Commandments. But lots of people would say the Ten Commandments have been done away with. Their, their letter of kills in Second uh, Corinthians 3, verse 6. Uh, Paul says in Romans 7, 9, Once I was alive apart from the law, but when the commandment came, sin sprang to life, and I died, killed him. Romans seven ten, the very commandment intended to bring life, actually brought death. The letter kills. So how does a letter kill? Well, I think most of us know telling people what to do can destroy relationships in marriages. Uh, coaches have to handle it very carefully. You think you can just tell people all the time how to play? Uh, if you watch the Michael Jordan special series called The Last Dance, that he was always telling players how to play who were not as gifted as he was and uh, didn't make good friends. Stephen Jobs have very few friends of the people that he worked with because he just rode everyone too hard. I have watched people on the volleyball court. They're not the coach. They're nobody. They're just a player. But pretty soon they're telling everybody where to stand and how to play and how to hold your hands. And They're just used to being pastors. They're used to telling people what to do. I was doing a funeral with a friend of mine, and uh, boy, most of you would know this name if I gave it. And we were standing at the door of the church to walk in, kind of a procession behind us. And the two of us are in the front, and uh, he mumbled under his breath. He said, put your Bible in your other hand. So we would be uniform. I said, boy, he's got a lot of gall after we've been friends for 25 years. Assume that because it's your church, you can tell me how to carry my Bible. Okay, okay, I'll be submissive here. Uh, but nobody likes it. I, my brother-in-law was an ER doctor, went to a church, a little small hospital way up in a town close to Canada, almost Montreal. A little tiny church, 25 people split in two, fighting over milk and dairy products, whether you should still be using them or not. One church, the head elder was a uh, dairyman. The other church broke away. So now we're 12 and 13 at all. People trying to tell other people what to do, and they couldn't stand it. And they broke away. Too bad. Too bad. I told that story in church one time and didn't tell the city, didn't tell anything. Got up to the potluck, and a guy said to me, was that so-and-so New York? How did you know? Lived in the in the elder's house. Legalism can kill people's soul. I visited a man, gave him Bible studies in Oregon years ago. He was 70s, in his 70s. Had, uh, had an experience when he was young. Had come up to southern Oregon and had gone on a hike up the mountain with his Adventist friend, 12, 13, 14 years old. And they got home a little bit after he said they would, like five minutes after sundown. And the boy's grandmother met them at the head of the trail and whipped with her, her grandson with a stick all the way home for, for breaking the Sabbath. And 60 years later, I come along. I don't talk about the Sabbath that way. But he cannot get over that experience 60 years before. Legalism can kill your soul. Legalism and focusing on the details.
and just make it say you can't do it at all. Anybody who knows sports, if you start thinking too hard, if you're a baseball pitcher and uh, try to think how your release point and your angles and, and all the rest and your leg drive and where's the catcher and spin and a thousand things, then you can't do anything. I play golf and not very well anymore. And if you try to keep uh, all those thoughts in your mind, keep your left arm straight, eye on the ball, flex your knees, keep your right elbow tucked in and a thousand little rules, Pretty soon, you can't play. And a lot of people, that's the challenge with the Ten Commandments. They start thinking about all the rules and do's and don'ts. And and the relationship is gone. And a letter can kill you. And there's another problem. <laughs> we can't do it. You just can't do it. We're always going to forget something. I left stuff all over the Middle East. I, I, I forget things sometimes. The tour guide in Israel, he called himself a secular Jew. He says he's given up being a practicing, observant Jew. 613 rules and laws. He said, I can't keep them all. Can't keep them all straight. Newsweek magazine had an article about a guy named A.J. Jacobs. I bought the book. He spent one year trying to keep every law in the Bible for one year, but had to admit, just couldn't do it. Kept coveting stuff. He admitted, even coveted his neighbor's wife. <laughs> Terrible. Uh, he he was in the uh, Central Park in New York. The guy was talking about the project, and the guy said, I think it says to stone adulterers. I've committed adultery. You're going to stone me? And he picks up a couple pebbles and tosses them on him. Said, okay, you know, I've, I've done that one too. Ah, terrible. Romans 3.20, therefore no one will be declared righteous in his sight by observing the law. So we're all condemned. Can't do it. The letter kills. Just can't do it. In the six-day war in Israel, 1967, one tank driver on the Golan Heights got the call. Go. So he got in his tank, but no one else got there in time. So he headed out into the battle all on his own. He's going to fight for Israel. He got on his radio and tried to pretend that he's talking to all kinds of tanks, making the Syrians think that he's part of a huge army of tanks. <laughs> but there wasn't. It was just him. But all by himself, he destroyed 30 tanks in that day. Got them all. I'm sure everyone in those Syrian tanks felt safe. Not going to die that day. 30 tanks and they got one. But they all died. And the same with us. One law gets us all. We may feel safe. We may think I'm better than most people. This Jewish tour guide, he read a bus full of Christians. He said, I, I don't believe in Jesus. But if it turns out Jesus is the Messiah, I hope I will be good enough that Jesus will still let me in. <laughs> he feels safe. He's a good guy. No, the one law gets us all. All going to die. The letter kills. That's the fact of it. So one way or the other, the nitpickiness of it, trying to focus on the law, trying to keep all the law straight. We don't have the willpower to do it, and a letter kills. And trying to have other people tell us what to do, or we tell other people what to do, will destroy relationships. So we've got to come to an end. Uh, we haven't gotten much of an answer yet, but an answer is coming. There is a way for us to honor the law, but without legalism and without the letter killing. The Bible says it can spirit can give life. God is a life giver. The Ten Commandments at their best are part of life. So uh, let's see where we come down the next couple days. So come back to us tomorrow morning while you're driving or walking or somewhere. Eight minutes for God. I hope that you'll spend some time with us. This is God Talk with Pastor Dan. Have a great day. God bless.